Hello. Um, you're not quite quite going to get your usual introduction today. It's quite a sad day for all of us. Um, this is going to be quite difficult. And like everyone else put it, Roy Keane always puts it best. I am flabbergasted. That sums up the recent events that I've just watched oh, last for night. For those who have been living under a rock, one, can I join that rock? But two, you won't know that Liverpool claimed the title last night without even kicking a ball. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be the highlight of the week. Um, I mean, I've got a bigger highlight for me, but yeah, for most people, that's going to be it. <laughs> As you can hear, both of them are back, which means that last Friday's game <laughs> allowed them both to come back, so they're both here again today. But other than Liverpool winning that, Horrendous trophy. Let's wrap up. What other things happened in the Premier League this week? So we start off with last Friday night. Um, the 1-1 draw. United-Tottenham. I'm sure we'll dig into that game. Not only memorable for the performance, but memorable for the Roy Keane rant, which was just one of the best things I have ever heard. Um, a dire week for Arsenal. Finally came to an end last night. After dropping... Three points at Brighton. They've gained, finally got some sorts of points on the board after the restart, beating Southampton 2-0. Um, how vital is that going to be? No idea. Um, and we also, on Monday night, were treated to one of the most entertaining Merseyside derbies ever. Um, I'm sure the boys will have something to say about that. I think the most, the most interesting part of that game was seeing Um, As much as I want to start with last Friday's game, I don't really think we can start anywhere else than how, 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 what are our reactions this morning after the events last night? Um, I've got two, Um, it's, it's the earliest Premier League title win. Oh, no, you have to make this, don't you? You have to make this, don't you? Rockin', it's hard um, enough. <laughs> and it's also the latest... The latest But the, 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 funniest, the funniest bit is that um, Frank Lampard secured a Liverpool title before Stephen Gerrard did. Um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't see it coming last night. Um, we'll get into the actual game later on, because I know there's a couple of points that I want to pick out from it, but... Um, look... The inevitable was going to happen, but the fact that it's happened feels feels a bit hard to take. I'm fine. I, I don't really care. It was going to happen. That's, I mentally prepared myself two months ago. The biggest surprise to me is that you're fine with it, to be honest. Mate, I prepared mentally two months ago for Liverpool winning the... Uh, yeah, but Keen, you st- we still have to prepare mentally for Jordan Henderson lifting another trophy. No, no, no. no I'm not prepared for I.
I'm going to leave you for a minute or two with the wise words of Roy Keane at half time. Now, please enjoy. I am flabbergasted. There's got to be there's got to be some stuff going on at that half time. If I was Ali, make some changes, get some lads off the pitch, lads going through the motions a little bit. Not that United have been bad, but you've got it. I've said flex your muscles. You've got to impose your personality in the game. Spurs have done okay. They've been compact and listen, they've been okay. But Man United, Maguire and they're here. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. These are established international players, and we're all sitting here. And I know we have to analyse the game, analyse it for the coach come home. You do your job. We're trying to get the top four. Not winning leagues, by the way. We're just trying to go get the top four. God forbid about winning trophies. Shocking. I am. I am disgusted with it. Maguire, De Gea, you should hang your heads in shame. Represent Man United and letting people run past you. Get close to people. Move your face to give away that goal. I'm human here watching this game of football. I am staggered at Maguire. Staggered at an international player can just get done like this. And I am sick to death of this goalkeeper. I would be fighting him at halftime. There is no getting away from that. I would be swinging punches at that guy. This is a standard state for an established international goalkeeper. That De goalkeeper, I am fed up. That, that De Gea, the most overrated goalkeeper. No. <laughs> I'm going to stop it there. But that is going to be one of the best halftime analysis I've ever seen. Um, I guess there's only one place to start. Kian, does he have a point? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was feeling the same way in that moment, but I wouldn't say De Gea is overrated. But yeah, no, he has a very good point. I mean, that, it basically summed up my feelings about that first half. And then second half came out and I felt slightly better. But yeah, no, he, he has a very good point. Not all the De Gea stuff, but everything I've said is very accurate. <laughs> He's just... Just to come out and say that, it's just got to be one of the most funniest things ever. Um, Rohan, I'm going to come on to Tottenham's performance in a minute, but from what you saw of Man United in the first half, do you think that, I guess sort of same question, does he have a point? Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I've, I've got to agree. Yeah, I've got to agree. I think with someone like Harry Maguire, you've got to ask... Did we really pay eighty million? Did they really pay eighty million for that? Uh, especially when you know he's supposed to be the, the best defender in their team. Then you know, definitely here's another another question altogether. Um, I, again, this goes back to why I said he wasn't the best goalkeeper in the world, which is his inconsistency. And so, yeah, but would you, Brown? Would you have said that two years ago? Yes. Yes, two years no, ago. No, you Cup wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. He won the Golden Glove with. But, Rohan, I'm going to go back to a conversation that we had, I think, in episode two, where we spoke about goalkeepers. We've had that 
error from De Gea. We had the error from the Southampton goalkeeper last night, whose name has just gone out of my head. Um, McCarthy. McCarthy. McCarthy, thank you. Are we... Obviously, those mistakes... Well, especially McCarthy's one last night is inexcusable. Are we too harsh on goalkeepers? Going back to the conversation we had before, I I think we still are really harsh on goalkeepers, but at the same time, there are instances in which it's justified. Maybe not to the extent that we, we do criticise them, and maybe not to the extent that Roy Keane criticises them, but I do think that you know you can't say it's entirely the defensive fault or it's entirely not the goalkeeper's fault because they do have to take at least some significant portion of the blame if they're being beaten as easily as they are. If you've got McCarthy dropping the ball into the path of Joe Willock, if you've got De Gea not being able to stop what well, wasn't the wasn't the best of shots from Bergwijn, I have to say. Kian, I'm you're got not, not not never short of an opinion. No, uh, no, I think I don't think we're too harsh because every time a goalkeeper makes a mistake, it's a goal. So it's fair enough. But I think people are more harsh on De Gea because they know what he can do. It's the same thing with Pogba, isn't it? Everyone's really critical of Pogba because they know how good he can be. And it's like when you see De Gea perform for those four to five years and then see him make the mistakes now, that's I think why people are even more critical of him. Because like McCarthy it's, it's makes the, the mistakes. It's the exact same argument. No, Danny no, Ali has that. not performed well for four seasons on a trot. But that, that, that's what I'm saying. He... Rohan, was Danny Ali the best midfielder in the world for four seasons on a trot? No, he wasn't even the best midfielder. I'm not saying he's exactly the same. No, he's not. Was no, Pogba De Gea still does more stuff for him was now. Pogba, was Pogba the best midfielder in the world? No. Yes, but you mentioned he was. No, he was not. Yes, he was. Best midfielder in the world. Yes, he was. He was better than Xavi. Yes. They, at that point, Pogba was because they were all old. Nah. At that point, Pogba was no, never like, the best midfielder in the world. No, I'm not. I'm not. 20, 20, Paul Pogba David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne. No, but Rohan, look at the time frame we're looking at. It's what not now. When was Pogba? 2016, 2017. Pogba was unplayable. When was he the best midfielder? 2016, 2017. Yeah, with De Bruyne was nowhere near the level he's at. David Silva was nowhere near the level he's at. David Silva was been of his career. at a high level since early 2010. No, but he was not at the level he's at now, or was in the last few seasons. He wasn't on Pogba's level. And that's the exact same season that Deli Ali was the highest scoring midfielder. But he's an attacking midfielder. He scored 18 goals. Rohan, but he's an attacking midfielder. That's still, yeah, but... that's still a very good output. Okay, bro, how many, tro- how many trophies did they win? How many, tro- how many trophies did they win? None. You can't because that individual performance would, which, if it's that good, bro, he's as good as you're saying, Spurs should have won something that season. They didn't. You've entered Hang on, hang on. Kian, what significant trophy did Man United win when De Gea was at his prime? FA Cup multiple times. And that's more. They did. They 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 did. Yeah, but and the pre- and the Premier League. But you're saying 2016 to 2017. If this is Pogba that we're talking about. I'm what I'm saying. What all, what I'm trying to get a point across. And Rohan's a bit upset because I said David Alley's rubbish. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is because players are talented, and we know what they can do. 
when they make a mistake or they're not as good as we think they should be, people criticise them. It's like Mo Salah when he's not as good. And that, I know. That's what I've just said about Delhi. Rohan, Rohan, no, no, no. There's Delhi Ali is not on the same level as Mo Salah. What I'm saying is, if he's done it once, he's Rohan, Rohan, Delhi Ali can barely kick a football now. He had one good season, and you hang on to it because it's the only thing that's ever happened that's happened to Salah. He had one good season with proof he's capable. Right. Let Let's yeah. get back to the point, Keen. I want to pick up on something you said. You said yeah. that every time a goalkeeper makes a big mistake, it leads to a goal, which is no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, if a striker misses an open goal and then scores two, all is forgiven. Yeah. If a keeper makes a mistake but then pro- yeah. then performs two um, goal goal scoring saves, yeah, it's not quite the same. Yeah, and I get it because they've already conceded that goal. It's like if if they miss, it's like the striker misses one chance and then scores two more. It's fine, but. If the keeper makes those saves, there could arguably be goals. But I think it's more the case that... I know I completely agree with you. I think it's harsh on goalkeepers. Because yeah. even in the Spurs game, when De Gea made the second save... <laughs> it's the way Roy Keane was like, I can save that. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> that was he a was good like, save, that's the and I, that, no, But in my mind, is if he saves the first one and that one goes in, no one's complaining at De Gea. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think... But, you know, I, I agree with you. I do think it's, there's more criticism around goalkeepers because... And I think strikers get more opportunities to prove themselves than a goalkeeper. Yeah, does. I think I think because the issue is about that one shot and then had nothing else. But they did well. They basically did. They had like two other chances. I think the issue so, like, is striker gets more. The issue is is that I don't think we heavily criticise goalkeepers. I don't think we criticise strikers enough. Um, I agree. With you. I mean, the Sterling thing yesterday, I was going off. It's like he made he's become Harry Kane. Should have squared it. <laughs> yeah, should have squared it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, right, I'm glad that no I'm glad that, that I'm glad that debate's all over with. Um, Rohan, let's move back to sort of the game itself. As a Tottenham fan, what can you take out of that performance on Friday? I'm a little disappointed because in the first half we really should have taken our chance. We should have made more chances. We could have done more when we had the opportunity. You look at the second half. Manchester United were on top of us. We had to hold on. On top of you, you couldn't get out your own half. Exactly. That was that was Mourinho's dream was how many players were in your half because there were twenty two players exactly. in your half. And it didn't work, and we ended up losing. If we had if we had taken more chances, if we'd made more chances and taken those chances in the first half, yes, De Gea made a great save from something, but we could, we should have made more. First were poor. First were really poor that game. I mean, Man United were happy first off. Well, there was nothing for a first time to be happy about that game. Oh, I beg to differ. I think from a neutral looking at it, United were close to shambolic that first 20 minutes. And I agree with Rohan. Tottenham should have scored. Tottenham could have been arguably out of sight at half-time. But I think United played... Well, second half. I don't think they've played amazing. I think they played well. It was a big improvement from the first half, but I still think they could have been better. And I think Tottenham, although they conceded one, I think they held out relatively well. I think both sides I think both sides will feel it was two points dropped. I I take it to a good result. I think it was a good result. But if you look at Yeah, but Kim, would you say would you say would you would you have gone into the game taking a 1-1 draw? Yes. 
Okay. Uh, I said that on the podcast. I said I would. Okay. Oli, you think if you think about it, if any team got every single man behind the board, it's very hard to break down if it is. No, I know, no, no, no. And that, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying no, no. that yeah, United yeah. played poorly. I'm just saying, I feel as though no, they no, still no, could I'm have not, gone no, and won no, the game. No, no, I'm saying that because um, you said first turn and break, but I'm saying they did alright. But then you think about United would tragic the first half. First were not that much better. Because if they were better, they would have scored. No, they, no, no, they weren't. But United played yeah, that I, badly that they made that Spurs yeah, side look exactly. half decent. But there's nothing from that. I can't see anything a Spurs fan could take out of that game. But United, it's more. It's not as bad because at least no. I, I get. I get. I get what you mean. I get. But at the end of the day, Kim, no matter how they played, like we said before we came on, yeah. like we said, you know, they still got a point out of that game. Yeah, no, but I think they deserve. I think they deserve the point because United yeah. weren't good enough to get the win. Yeah. But right. I can't see any. What? What? Hey, Abraham, what? What do you take from that game? What positive can you take from that game? That we didn't lose. That's, that's the thing. That's the positive. That. That's how can a Spurs fan take away the fact from a game that they didn't lose? They didn't lose at home to an equally on on paper I mean, an equal side. Oh yeah, I, I was going to say if we lost, if we didn't lose to City, I honestly wouldn't care how we played. But I, that last no, bit, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, there's not, there's nothing from... 1-1, one, one, it seems like a good result for both. It's a bad result for Spurs. It's an OK result for Man United. Yeah. Uh, mm. If Spurs won that game, they're one point behind United. Yeah, but I don't think it was a bad result for Spurs. I feel as though it was a missed opportunity. But no, I, I, yeah. think, I think we all, we all sort of agree with that anyway. Um, let's have a look at the other games that happened this weekend. Um... I don't think there's anywhere else we can go. I, I can avoid it as much as I want, but um, that was soul-destroying against Brighton at the weekend. Um, yeah. The greatest line was um, Matteo Guendouzi to more players like, I'll make more than you do in a week, and actually he's like, earning less. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't Guendouzi's finest moment in Arsenal shirt, and... I don't think, uh, I think that shows the immaturity that he has, um, and... I think he lost his head at that point, you know? Yeah, I, I think yeah, of course, I think as soon as, as soon as that first goal went in, like, we looked, yeah. we looked horrendous going forward, and looked even, well, we didn't look, I say we didn't look bad at the back. I'm not saying we look good in any way, shape, or form. But we didn't look yeah. like we're good. And to be fair, look, it, although it was a simple, although it was a simple goal to concede, it was a good yeah. goal. It was a well worked goal that they scored for the winner. No, no, the, but the goal, was, the goal was clean. It was not, it was well played by Brian. They built up nicely. And they got they got that two v one and they exploited yeah. it. It was a good finish. Um, it was just, it was it was a training it was a training ground like situation. Yeah. Is what I say. Yeah, they're two one. They did well. Um, yeah, and obviously, burnt Leno's injury, which just rubs salt into the wound. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't feel it was a red card. Did you? Any of you guys feel it was a red, uh, red, red card or anything like that? No, no, I don't think so. I think no, it's definitely it's not. a collision that happens in a game, and it's unlucky that Leno. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just unfortunate the way that he's landed. Yeah. You can see. Yeah. You can see why he would be a bit angry, but I think it was just more frustration in a way. Yeah, I'd yeah. Say, um, not a 
trying to injure Leno, I don't think he's trying to get a red card. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't if, think so. if people are saying that should be a red card, then any sort of collision in 50-50 should be a red card. I think we look back a few years ago as well when Mane got sent off for Kung Fu and Edison. I know his boot was high, but you could have a very similar statement for that. Yeah. And other than his boot being high, it, it could be very, very similar. Um, yeah. Not really many shocks in the first, in last weekend. I mean, Keane had a flying with the predictions. Picked him 1-1, the Tottenham top United game. Bournemouth losing 2-0 to Palace. Um, Watford beating West Ham 2-0. I mean, I guess the biggest shock of that weekend was potentially Leicester not picking up all three points against Watford. I mean, what a finish that was. It was unbelievable. I know. Mind you, do you see Craig Dawson's goal? Yeah. Um, that would definitely. I don't. I don't know what's happening with Leicester. They look. They look like they've definitely been negatively affected by this break. Yeah. They just. They don't seem to have any sort of. Obviously, no one does. But they see, the problem is when you're sort of up there and it's so tight. As soon as you lose a couple of games, it is just so easy to lose a few more, and it just all goes down. You need that sort of momentum to get up there. Um, it's, it's almost like the, the form they had earlier this season up to sort of December, even maybe into early January, debatable, but they seem to have burned out. Like they, they went for it all, they were fast at the start and now they've run out of energy. And, and they're slowing down. I don't know whether they're going to stay in the top four. I think they will, but I think by the absolute. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you'd have said before the break, you'd have said Leicester's two games, away to Watford and home to Brighton. If you said they weren't going to pick up... If they, you said they were only going to pick up two points in those games, like, you just wouldn't... You just, you'd think something has gone seriously wrong. And it didn't really go wrong, it just... It was never really there. Um, other than that, I mean, right, let's talk about this hugely exciting derby that we had. Um... How did Everton not? How did Everton not win that game? They sort of uh, they they had chances. Charleston had chances. Um, that Davies chance was it. Davies, yeah, hit the post. Yeah, that was it. You felt, you felt, or oh, I certainly felt after that missed. I just felt, God, something's going for Liverpool this. This evening, this year, um, but it was a depressing game. Liverpool looked woeful in that, um, and I guess the big shock of the last two weeks: Newcastle three, Sheffield United nil. Um, Sheffield United and I think since since starting again, they just not looked the same. They looked burnt out. They looked like they. Sort of their momentum, and I feel really the, red, the red card didn't help. No, yeah, it didn't. I mean, and then you got you went and steamrolled them on Wednesday. Um, they I, got, yeah, I didn't watch was, it. I know Martial got a hat trick. I mean, Key and what? The Sheffield United had nothing that game. No, that it was from from the start. United looked like. It was it, from the start. You could see it was like, it wasn't going to go well for Sheffield United. Wait, I'm sure you they were lazy off the ball. You know that they, their high press wasn't there. United just walked through every single time. That was it was that it was that first second half for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah, that was that was the one game you said 
Yeah, because yeah. I've seen Sheffield United before, and I was like, and then, but you know, when you look at the game, and it's like Sheffield United offered nothing. Like they made it easy for Man United. Like defensively, they were okay, but going forward, there was absolutely nothing. And I think the biggest mistake they did make is when they did go for both their fullbacks went forward, yeah. and then they had two central defenders, and it, it, it opened them up to a counter attack that's good enough to beat City, but. I think Sheffield United didn't approach the game in the right way, I think. I mean, you compare Sheffield United and Leicester, who are nowhere near where they were after a break, to Wolves, who just get more and just get better and better, more and more surprised. I mean, their story is just incredible. I know they only won 1 0 and 2 0 against games that they should have won anyway, but. They're still gaining full points. Um, I want to talk to you about the goal scorer, Raul Jimenez. Do we see him there next season? If not, where's he off to? I think he'll stay. Yeah, he'll stay. You think he'll stay? Yeah. Yeah. Do not. I just think someone has... He is in the form of his life at the moment. And... Where's he going to go? I... To be honest with you, I think he could go pretty much anywhere. I can't see because I can't see any, the England side like teams in the Premier League buying him. Apart from maybe Spurs if they lose Kane. I, I can I reckon I, I can see him at someone like Real Madrid. See, yeah, possibly international. I think the only team that I death that is Juventus might go in for him, but. I've, Real Madrid, I don't think, are too interested. I mean... I mean, let's face it. If Wolves can keep hold of him, then brilliant for them. Um, He and the whole of the Wolves team, but we're singling out him, have just been formidable the last two seasons. Um, And goodness knows how... Well, I guess it leads on to my next question. I want a prediction of... Okay, we're probably both saying that we're all saying that Liverpool first, City second. I want a prediction with seven games to go. Who's your third and fourth place team? Rohan, we'll start off with you. I'm going to say... This is really tough to call, isn't it? Tell you what, I'm going to play Chelsea third. I'm going to say Leicester fourth. <laughs> Just. I'm going to say Just. I'm talking goal difference, maybe. Oh, Something tells me Chelsea Leicester or Leicester fifth. Leicester and United. Something yeah, tells like, me that Keane. United not... got a higher goal difference. Oh, do they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh. they do. That changes it then. Uh, no, they don't. Was it Chelsea? Keane, Keane, Keane. Just remember, Leicester beat itself up to 9-0. I'm trying to think. They've got a higher goal yeah, difference. Yeah, they've got a higher goal than Chelsea. It's Chelsea, okay. Yeah. Uh, Kian, something tells me that you might disagree. Just based on Leicester's performances recently, I'm going to put Chelsea third, United fourth. Because I know what United's next games are, and if Leicester keep dropping points, I think United might sneak in just above them. So United have got to win every game, and Leicester... If United win every game, Leicester can drop six points. 
and still finish above them. Yeah. I don't, but, I don't see that happening. I need a drive, but I just the restart. No, I, I hundred percent get where you're coming from. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Chelsea Leicester. I don't think, I think it will be, it's closer now than it actually will be. Um, I can see Leicester. They've got enough talent in there to get them through to the end of the season, and then see where they go in the Champions League. Um, FA Cup returns this weekend, Rohan. <laughs> I'm just going to stop paying attention now, I think. Ah, lovely. Um, I must admit, completely forgot we were in it. <laughs> um, fixtures this weekend, and it is the base of our prediction game, which Keen, due to his very good predictions last week, now has a three-point lead over Rohan. Um, first game, Norwich Man United... Um, let's just talk about Norwich in the Premier League. Um, how many games are going to be before the writing's on the wall? <laughs> I think the writing's on the wall before lockdown. Wasn't it? <laughs> how how long do you reckon it'll be till they get relegated? It's it's not. I mean, they have Arsenal. They have Arsenal soon, so they'll pick up three points from that. <laughs> Aren't they away though? Yeah, I, we lost them at home, didn't we? You, you, you did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's... I don't... I don't think they're good enough for the Premier League. Um, it's the first half side in a long time where you can... There's a bit of a difference there. Um, do we see Cantwell moving? No. No, neither. Um, nice short and sweet. All right, Norwich United... Um, I'm not predicting any shocks here. Rohan, what have we gone for? 5-0 Norwich. <laughs> I've got 2-0 to Manchester United. Rohan? Yeah, I'm going for 2-0 Norwich. That's what I sort of think you'd say, you know. It's a bit delusional. Um, Kian? Yeah, I've gone 2-0 United. Oh, you boys do not back. Um, I've gone 3-0, but I can see it being near a 5, to be honest. If, if, um, Man United, if Man United turn up, it could be five. <laughs> but I know, I, I know Man United, and it's going to be like two or one nil. I don't, I don't see that game being close. But fair play, Norwich, into the last date. You know, never know, you never know. It is FA Cup. It is over one yeah. game. Yeah. United turn up the way that they did in the first half against Tottenham. Who knows what could happen? Um, I, mean, I, still think, I still think that man should beat Norwich. Well, yeah, but team. you know, well. At, yeah, at least Norwich can... have got some sort of striker up front. That is true, they do. <laughs> and an attacking midfielder as well. Yes. That's not a one-season well, wonder. They've, one that can, they've got one that can even play as well. <laughs> um, now we're on to two. I think United will win, and we've also got Newcastle City, which I don't think, especially after Liverpool winning the Premier League, I don't think that will be too... Different. Um, Sheffield United, Arsenal. What way could this could go in so many different directions? Um, Depends how lucky Arsenal are going to get in the game. The thing is, I'm starting to see us a bit of an as a bit of a cup side anyway. Um, but I, mean, I'm I don't. Sure, I'm still trying to see a lot of the sides yet. <laughs> I don't back us. To win, 
I've gone a 2 2 draw and replay at the Emirates. Uh, I can I can see goals. I can see a goal fest. Kian? I went 1 1. I, don't, I think Arsenal might get one lucky goal and uh, then Sheffield United got all out of time <laughs> and eventually just nick one near the end. Yeah. So we've both got draws. Rohan, are you sitting on the fence or are you... Seven, seven. Oh, I've, 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 also, I've also gone 1-1. One, one. Oh, dear! <laughs> Arsenal that know how to play will have a fully fit and fully non-suspended David Luiz. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't. You do not expect Man United to beat City, whether they're home or away. But they do. But they do. They do. For the last two, they just have. And you don't. You don't expect. It's because it's a derby. It's like no, they don't want to lose. It's like the derby means more to Arsenal than it does. They lose most games. But they lose to Arsenal. It's not a big deal. But to Arsenal, if Arsenal lose to Spurs, it's a huge deal. It's like for Man United. Man United lose to City. It's painful. If City beat United, who cares? But Man United, it's different. That's why all the players want to win. Yeah. And it kind of and it helps more when the managers from the club like they know what it means. True. You look when Mourinho was at United. They no, were, it makes you know, it it makes it players. even more of a rivalry now that Mourinho's yeah. managing them. <laughs> well, no, yeah. That's why. I, that's why I like now. Like being Spurs before was like meh. Like don't care. You know, normal side, whatever. Now Mourinho said, now I want to be like there is a genuine want to be Spurs. It's like um, the it almost feels good, as good as beating like City or Liverpool just because it's Mourinho. As as go on, Mourinho got you your highest league finish since Ferguson left. Yeah, and he also annoyed every player, made the most boring football I've ever seen. So I don't care. Um, as we're on to that point, as we brought it up, and obviously we had a dull derby this week. Kian, what would be your favourite derby to watch? As a neutral or as a United fan? Well, actually, as 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 Kian, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch Manchester derby. It stresses me out too if, much. If if you if you got to watch, say as a neutral, then say as a neutral, if you got to yeah. watch one game, which you thought, right, this is going to be a good game, as in like the complete opposite yeah. to the Merseyside derby on Monday, but you could guarantee it. Which which derby would you watch? I would, like the Man United City derby. It's going to be an, a decent game. It could be really cagey, or it could be what it's been for last year. But the North London derby, both teams are so bad. There is something is going to whether it be a red card, a penalty, five five. You know something random is going to happen in that game. All, all of the, the above. Yeah, exactly. It does. It, it was three. Those games are 
you don't know what's going to happen. It's just like, that's the game you want to watch because it's just funny. It's just pure entertainment, that value that game is. <laughs> I've not seen a North London dub where I haven't lost. I mean, I was speaking to Mr. Sullivan yesterday who said he wanted a shout out. So there we go, sir. Um, he was, he said, the, he said it's going to be such a dull game. I said, no, it's not. I said, both teams can be so bad. It's going to be the exactly. most entertaining the exactly game. The reason why it's a good job is both teams are bad. <laughs> Uh, I just I just think it's got to be one of the best ever derbies because, like Crohan said, no matter what form the team is in, any result can happen, which I know is the same most times, but a North London derby is just, there's, there's, there's nothing like it. When you say any result for any other derby, that means like Everton beating Liverpool, that could possibly, when we say any result for the North, <laughs> it means like 7 all. it's a possibility. <laughs> David Luiz scoring a hat trick is a possibility. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine the scenes? Um, oh, brilliant. Well, we've got that to look hey, forward to in a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, that's, that's not difficult. To be fair, it really isn't. Let's get back to, um, let's get back to our, our final FA Cup game this week, which is another great game. Uh, I think it would have been even better if it was before lockdown. Um, yeah. Leicester Chelsea. Uh, Keen, let's start with you. 2-1 Chelsea. Rohan? No, wait, Keen, we've gone for the same three predictions. No, 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 we haven't gone for the I chose the three and you copied me. No, I'm telling what? you, I've written down here 2-1 Chelsea. Um, guys, we've all gone 2-1 Chelsea. <laughs> oh, um, Are you... I've still gone for the same general results for each game. Um, yeah, actually, yes, we have. We've gone for the same... We've either gone. We've all gone ho- uh, away win, draw away win. Um, I think it also brings us on to the game last night. Um, I think Chelsea will just have a bit too much for Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chelsea, Chelsea don't look defensively solid, but they can hit teams on the counter. Yeah. Right. And Leicester just aren't themselves at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. Uh, don't really see Leicester in the game, but I think they'll get a goal. Um, let's just briefly talk about last night's game. I mean, firstly, what an absolute mess of a game of football. Um, I don't really know where to start. Should we start with how many goal mouth scrambles can we have in one game? That Kyle Walker clearance off the line. How many times have we seen him do I that? know, but it just gets better and better every time. That was sensational. Rohan, as a uh, left-back, can you imagine ever doing that? I have done that. What? I have done that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, can you imagine uh, Spurs uh, ever being in that position? I was like, hell no, they wouldn't have been in that race any time soon. We would have conceded by that point. <laughs> um, that's just such dedication commitment. I mean... Wow. And then we have from the sublime <laughs> to the ridiculous. <laughs> um, I feel a bit bad for Fernandinho. He did so well to be fair to him. He did so well. And they just it was just that last one. You know you just get tempted and it's like yeah. it's just there. Um oh but absolutely hilarious. Um I'm more disappointed City lost the game. I would have taken a draw and Liverpool winning the title. Now Chelsea got three points and Liverpool won the title. <laughs> That's just a double blow. Um Keen, I know you're loving to sort talk about this. Even though they lost the game, that Kevin De Bruyne a free kick. Bloody hell that was Oh ridiculous. my word. It's 
something at Stamford Bridge, isn't it, where good free kicks were taken? <laughs> I knew that was going to... I knew he was going to mention Marcus Rashford's free kick. But no, the, the free kicks were completely different, though. <laughs> that was just... I think... Look, Rashford's is great in any... In, like... Yeah. Of course it was. It was incredible. But it's just the way... I mean, look, Kepa's not a bad keeper. Like, it's just the way he just... He couldn't do anything about it. I think... They, they can, like, the Rashford one swerves so much, but the, the, the zip on the point, it's a foot over the wall and it doesn't even end top corner. It's like half the middle of the goal. It's just... How does he get it that high and then down within that space? He's just absolutely sensational. I mean, his play off um, set ball, uh, set, set plays is incredible. I know we've spoken about that many a time. But, yeah. I mean, he never looked like missing. <laughs> He wasn't even playing well yesterday and he comes out and does that. He just never looks like missing. You see him over the ball and you're just like, oh, this, this, is, going, uh, this is going top corner. Oh, like, this, yeah. is, this is going to the back of the net. Um, and I don't have to ask this twice, but key and PFA player of the year. See, what, uh, how is this man <laughs> going to lose to the idiot that is Jordan Henderson? <laughs> That can barely put a ball in an open net. This, the man who scores one of the greatest free kicks this season is losing to a guy who has scored three goals, two of them were tapping, and went and, caught and gets into a Liverpool team that he wouldn't get to any other team in the league. How is Kevin De Bruyne, the best player in the Premier League, by a mile, losing to him? Rohan, I just thought I'd wind him up and they just let him loose. Yeah, in, in case any of our listeners didn't know, Kean has a deep presenter. Oh, I'm sure no, we've heard it before. It's not a vendetta. It is fact. <laughs> he is not a good football player. All he does, he knows he's not a good football player. When you're not a good football player, you run around the pitch and pass the players that are better than you, and you seem to look good. Just because he's got a good team around him, for some reason, people are way going crazy. Oh, my God, he's amazing. Player of the... Shut up. This is ridiculous. Oh, right, Kevin De Bruyne scores free kicks like that, not even playing well. Scores well, he gets a fit beyond imagination. Scores more goals than any midfielder, and you're giving it to him, the man that doesn't get into Man United, Spurs, Chelsea, or Leicester side. <laughs> um, I know you mentioned it there, but Rohan, goal of the season so far for you, or is that going too far? I think Kevin De Bruyne's other goals are all of the season. Yeah, I've got three. He's got three for the three goals of the season. How many does Jordan Henderson have? None. <laughs> Rohan, feel free to get a word in whatever you want. Kind of hard to say. That free kick was just brilliant, but it was, it was the question of whether that's the goal of the season or his volley against—it's amazing. He's having yeah, fun. The volley against Newcastle, all the volley against Arsenal. Like, how many has he got? <laughs> He's like, got... They could make a goal of the season, it would just De Bruyne in. <laughs> and then because they won last Henderson, he'll have a tap in that's going to be nominated. Keen, I think everyone's forgetting you're a United fan at the moment. Has this got to your head? <laughs> no, because no, you can't know. When you see a class, you can't No, play. no, 100%. He is just you cannot... on a different planet. And and the thing is, like Keen said, like Keen put up, he can have a very, very average game and in one moment just light up the world. That was just absolutely stunning. What I'm really, what I'm glad, you know, Messi and Ronaldo are coming to the end of their careers and I think this is the time where De Bruyne can pick up his Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I think this is, this is the perfect time for it. 
Messi and Ronaldo, you know, yeah, they're, they're made the greatest players of all time, whatever. They're done now, Let, let's be honest. They're, they're, they're not, I don't think they're going to win any more Ballon d'Ors now. Yeah. And I think this is the time that, you know, when Ronaldo and Messi a few years ago were met, De Bruyne was six a few years ago, but Ronaldo and Messi were at another level. And yeah. now what you're seeing is the people are realising how good he is. And I think, you know what, he's, he's my candidate for the Ballon d'Or this year. And this has come from a United fan. <laughs> this is how objective it is. A Man United fan is saying City players should win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> um, Rohan, any arguments with that? <laughs> Um, um, well, the thing with the Ballon d'Or and De Bruyne is, um, in my opinion, it depends on what happens in the next few months, whether Manchester's, Manchester City's ban in Europe gets overturned. Um, I beg it doesn't. If, if it doesn't, if Manchester City are banned, I don't think De Bruyne will want to stay. I think he, he wants to play in Europe, he wants to play European football Champions League. Hey, you come to Man United, innit? We'll have European football if you get banned. De, Kevin De Bruyne is not someone who he is the exact quality that the Champions League winning team needs, yeah. and I can see I can see him at Real Madrid replacing Modric or Kroos. And I think you can see him at any team in the world and take them to glory. When he, if he wins the Champions League, and he's in the form he's in now, no doubt Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Rohan, I thought you said it wasn't about trophies though. I thought individual performance weren't about trophies. Does he have to win the Champions League to win the Ballon d'Or? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying I necessarily agree with the, the idea, but it seems that that's the case, don't you think? Messi didn't, yeah. Messi didn't win it last season. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's true, they also, they're also a heavy amount of bias in football, right? And if I might add... Yeah, there is, because you think Dele Alli's a good player. Can you imagine if Jordan Henderson picks it up? <laughs> I, you know what, I'm going to be fine out there. They're, they're not, they are not ready for what's going to hit him if he wins the ball. We need I, we need to do a, a something when when he does win the Ballon d'Or, and I'm saying that because Kian, I'd love to see it. Bro, oh, I will be the first ever person to shout at Pele. <laughs> oh my word, that would just that would just I, that isn't even worth thinking about. That is just he, he's not better than De Bruyne. He's not better than Ronaldo <laughs> and Messi. He's not better than any other midfielder in a top European team. Um, yeah <laughs> that pretty much sums it up <laughs> um, I, I, yeah I think there's better players in that Liverpool team that could have been voted or not better, better players in that Liverpool there are better players on the bench of that Liverpool team <laughs> um, I, would, I would put a Spurs player ahead of Scott McTominay though. Yeah, but I didn't say Scott McTominay should win Player of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is brilliant. Oh my word, I just, I don't hope he wins it, but I just hope he wins it because that would just be. One of there will players. be. There will, if he wins it, there will be an episode of me just shouting for an hour. Oh my word. Um, 
Rohan, you've got Sheffield United this week away. See, I'm not I'm not quite as scared as I was. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I, obviously, I don't I don't want to be scared. At the same time, I, I it, it's upsetting to see Sheffield United falling off now because I was really enjoying watching them and seeing them do so well. But I enjoyed the game where they went to uh, to the first stadium and absolutely dominated them. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> as far as um, as far as the game going, honestly, yeah. Spurs on paper should be able to do it now, to do it well, get three points because look at the form Sheffield is in. Yeah, Daddy Ali's going to score a hat trick, isn't he? <laughs> He'll win the Ballon d'Or as well. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Oh, the best young midfielder capable of being one of the greatest. He's got 18 goals this season, don't forget that. <laughs> Oh dear! It, was, it will always be good, Rohan, because you'll have a rest. Um, where Sheffield United playing this weekend? Yeah, it's great. We get a nice break because we're not the FA Cup. See, Jose thought ahead. Jose thought ahead, mate. He's gonna go. Mate, Rohan, Rohan, that is the worst thing you could have ever said. He thought ahead for what? Beating Sheffield United and getting up to seventh. Wow, manager of the year. Nah, can, I can imagine that. What, is, Rohan, what is he thinking ahead for? I'm joking, relax. <laughs> Mate, he's thinking ahead of how many players you can get behind the ball. Yeah, that's true. Trying to somehow get 12 players behind the ball. He made a, he, he's probably made a complaint to the ref or the fire substitutes, being like, can I just bring an extra five players on just to like, block the goal so I can't get near? Or put him on the halfway line so it acts like a wall to our half. Um... <laughs> well, that's going to be fun. Um, let's wrap it up there. Um, if you enjoyed that key and rant, then um, there'll be more to come, <laughs> especially when he sees his idol, Jordan Henderson, lifting the trophy. Um, and receiving the PFA player for you. And then receiving the Ballon d'Or. Um, so if you do I get any votes in that, please oh. vote Jordan Henderson. Ollie, I think we should start calling him Roy Key. Instead of no, I think... He seems. I think he loves Jordan Henderson so much. I think he should be called Klopp. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So um. I don't mind being a great manager. It's all good. <laughs> nah, but you bum like Jordan Henderson though. Mate, if I ever meet Jordan Henderson, he's gonna get floored. <laughs> Friendly reminder: he's like four inches taller. Yeah. Jordan Henderson, if you're listening, apologies. What's he going to do to me? Mate, he touches a brown kid. I'm trying racism. You're five foot nine and you're as skinny as a literal swig. Yeah, and he's, and he's an overrated football player that can barely kick a ball. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's stop it there before it gets out of hand. Um, boys, thanks as always. Um... Let's. I think we're all hoping for some really good FA Cup games this weekend. Especially, Can you imagine they all finish nil nil. Especially Rohan. Um, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I know you're going to be on the edge of your seat, Rohan, watching Tottenham play this weekend. Um, it's probably the most yeah. exciting game you're going to see in a few weeks. Oh, um, he'll be he'll, he'll, he'll be supporting the original uh, North London club. Oh, what a hero! What an absolute legend! Um, <laughs> thanks, for listening guys, and. Um, We'll see you all next week. See you soon.